0: I'm bored with it all famous last words of Winston Churchill debatable uh, of course who was there who recorded it but before he slipped into a coma he muttered these words I'm bored with it all and he died nine days later at the age of 90 friends applaud the comedy is over Beethoven's famous last words in the middle of a thunderstorm on March the 26th 1827 (laughs) and he died that night after a long illness. I'm losing it. Frank Sinatra died moments later after saying those words. Famous last words. Winston Churchill, Beethoven, Frank Sinatra. And here we have the famous last words of Jesus. Type in Google famous last words and what you have are famous last words of a dying man or a dying woman. And here are the famous last words of Jesus. As recorded by Matthew. There's no air of resignation. There's no scent of depression. There's no hint of there being no hope. The famous last words of the Lord Jesus. Full of hope, full of purpose, full of expectation. Perfect for us, 53 weeks in to a church plant. Here we are, some of us, as I look around, we're there at the very beginning. Some of us have joined uh, halfway through on the journey uh, For others of you, you're visiting and you are very, very welcome These words are perfect because they're famous last words from the Lord Jesus And it's great as we have a little think and go, well, how are we doing as a church? What are we doing that's working well? What are we doing that's not particularly working well? Are we on track? Are we making headway in being the church that we want to be? Remember the statement? A people who have been and are being transformed by the good news of Jesus, who seek to live for Jesus and make Jesus known in Bista and beyond. As Johnny says, we're going to be spending the next four weeks looking at these four values. And today, we're taking the purpose statement and we're taking one of the values together and we're just having a bit, of a, a bit of a health check. How are we going uh, as a church? Here's Jesus and it's his last conversation recorded by Matthew to his 11 disciples before returning back to heaven. It's like he's giving them final instructions. He's saying, do you know what it now means to live for me, to be of me, uh, to be a people uh, who follow me? This is it. It's the foundation of all Christian ministry, known as the Great Commission. It's Jesus' Great Commission to every follower of him, to every disciple of him. So we're going to look at this in two points. Here's the first one. It's the purpose for town church. Here's the purpose for town church, and it's to go and make disciples. Verse 19, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. Here's our commission. Here's our purpose, to make disciples. This is the main verb. Here, Jesus is saying, if you want to be of me, if you want to be a follower of me, make disciples. It's in the imperative mood, it's a command. The other verbs that help support this go, baptize, teach. They're all supporting verbs of the main verb go, oh, sorry, make disciples. Go, baptize, teach to make disciples. What does it mean to make disciples when Jesus said that? Make disciples. What is a disciple? It's a phrase we don't use anymore, really. We use Christian. What does it mean to be a Christian? It's what it means to be a disciple, a Christian. A lifelong follower of Jesus who in this definition seek to make Lifelong followers of Jesus of others It's not that I just am a lifelong follower of Jesus and that's it No, no, the the commission, the command if I'm a disciple is to go and make disciples This is what a disciple of the Lord Jesus looks like It's why we meet as a church We say this is who we are as a church We want to be the people who have been transformed by Jesus and who are continued to be transformed by Jesus together, collectively, as we make disciples of each other, just the people group here that we seek to make disciples of. Go and make disciples. The whole way through Matthew, we see Jesus being intent on making disciples. Remember, cast your mind back if you can, You know a little bit in Matthew's Gospel If not, this is what Jesus said It's the fishermen around the boats And Jesus comes along Come follow me I will make you fishers of men I will make you disciples of me I will make you disciple makers of others This is what I will do So here's Jesus And right at the beginning of Matthew He's saying, hey this is my job this is what I'm, I'm all about follow me i will make you a disciple maker of others and so right at the end of matthew's gospel and there's so much more in between of what being a disciple looks like here's Jesus' last statement the imperative go make go 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 make disciples we trust here at town church that the lord jesus is the great disciple maker He's the one that makes followers of him. He's the one who builds his church. Look, look what he's done in the last year. Count the heads now. Count the little ones in the creche room as I dropped off Talitha uh, and uh, gave a thumbs up to those doing the crash. All the best now <laughs> from when we started. And junior church as we dropped the little ones in there. Wow, it's him who builds his church. It's all his <laughs> And he chooses to use us. That's how he makes disciples, by giving us roles. If you are a Christian, you are a disciple maker, default. It's part of the job, it's part and parcel of what it looks like to be a follower of the Lord Jesus, that you will go and make followers of the Lord Jesus yourself. This is your commission. So if I may, and here's the little scale. You might be anywhere on the scale. And let's say here's the cross of the Lord Jesus in the middle. But you could be here quite far away from trusting in the Lord Jesus as your Lord and saviour. You could be to this part of the scale to this side or you could be just trusting in the Lord Jesus this year you've come on a journey with town church best and now you're trusting in him or you could be here growing as a disciple it's here you become a follower of the Lord Jesus we'll talk a little bit more of that later on Trust in him for forgiveness of sins and now you're journeying and now you're walking as a follower of him. You could be anywhere on that scale. Do you know what Town Church Bista's job is? Is to help you continue to journey as we seek to make disciples. Do you see that? So in the gathering on a Sunday, it's our job as we hold out the word of life to to help you if you're here and say, here's the truth. Would you trust it with us? And if you're here, here's the truth. We're going to keep teaching the good news of Jesus because it's that that matures us. It's that that continues to grow us. Yes, it's my job as one of the leaders. It's Johnny and it's size job as one of the leaders. Yes, it's our job specific. But it's collectively all of our jobs. If you're over here and following Lord Jesus, how are you discipling those around you? How are you trying to make disciples uh, of friends and family, of neighbours, of colleagues that are here? How are you doing? Can I ask that of you? If you're a Christian here at Town Church and have been for a long time, how is your disciple making going? Don't know what to do? Here's what Jesus says, this is what it looks like to make disciples because the three supporting verbs are really crystal clear. Make disciples, number one, imperative. It's command, go and do. This is who you are as a follower of me. Here's how you do it. First of all, go. You see those words there? Go, don't wait, don't stay. Uh, Don't be happy twiddling thumbs when people around you don't know Jesus. When there's a a friend who is a Christian who's struggling, don't wait and see if they'll respond, if they'll call you, go, be front footed, make the first move. Jesus to the original disciples here, you must go, you must go. So there was a period of staying in Jerusalem, Jesus said, hey wait. Then my spirit will come, and then you must go. Acts 1 verse 8 records it brilliantly as Luke. He says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. You will be my witnesses, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Go, go, go. To the very ends of the earth, Bister." And so we sit here this afternoon because the first disciples went and they passed on the good news to someone else who was transformed and became a Christian who passed on the good news to someone else who was transformed became a Christian who passed on the good news to someone else who was transformed became a Christian and passed on the good news to someone else and here's me somewhere down the line generations of generations of Christians and of prayers and of speaking clearly about jesus and here i am because god the great disciple maker sent people his disciples followers to be his witnesses who went what does that look like for me now as a disciple maker to go some of us that might become oh, that might be really natural just love it, love life go off I go, can't wait speak of Jesus, help a friend who needs to hear about Jesus, invite friends round to have food and let's speak about Jesus, hey just let's go to a footy match together, I'm going to be there for you no problem, go go go, life is great and easy and fine and I want to make disciples some of you in here will be just like that and others of you will be going whoa 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 That's not me. No, 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 no. Relax, Lanks, relax. I like it at town church. Don't ask me to do this stuff. Leave that to the professionals. Do you know what's a huge challenge? Jesus doesn't say, hey, become extrovert, loud, busy, brash on top of the world all the time. Jesus says, no, no, but this is what it looks like to follow me in your own way, stylistically, whoever you are, whatever role I've given you, whatever gift and ability, quiet, measured. (sighs) Go and make disciples, you too, go and make disciples. And anywhere in between, what does it look like for you to go, to be on the front foot, As we think about our purpose statement at Town Church, people who've been transformed and are being transformed, what does it look like in that transformation to be real disciples? Go is the first supportive verb of make disciples. Here's the second one, baptising. What does it look like to baptise? Why does Jesus say that here? Well, we know that baptism is a public mark of faith. We know that nothing super magical happens in that moment And you are pulled out of the water and now you don't sin ever again No, 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 that's not the case But it's a brilliant symbol of new life When someone's immersed in the water and comes back up Now there's change A transformation has happened inside only The Lord Jesus has done a work in the heart But it's a brilliant symbol and it's a public mark of faith And as Jesus says, go and baptise Here's what he's saying, go on Be expectant that people are going to respond to the word As you go and make followers Be expectant You know at Town Church we'd love to see baptisms this year As we expect people to become Christians Through our faithful witness as collective disciples We would love that to happen So here's how we make disciples, we go and we baptise and then thirdly look here, teaching look, teaching them to obey everything I've commanded ongoing growth in local church community around the Bible it's where the first value comes in alongside our purpose statement we want to prioritise God's word I hope if you journeyed with us you've seen that To hold God's word out and say, it's his word as the spirit takes it and parts it to the human heart. It's not through wise and persuasive words of a speaker up front. In the small groups, it's not just ideas and thoughts. It's God's word taken from the sermon on a Sunday often and then applied. In growth groups, we're reading books together, but, but we're trying to say, how does this book help us understand God and God's word to be true disciples of the Lord Jesus? want to prioritize God's Word why well I said it in the prayer because God's Word makes us wise for salvation Helps you understand your need of being saved and helps you see who your saviour could be, the Lord Jesus. But it also equips you for every good work. 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. All scriptures God breathed useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. We teach God's word. We encourage you to be reading God's word can I ask how your Bible reading is not as a guilt trip not as a look in your eyes and go oh how, how are you really if you call yourself a disciple you should be reading the Bible through at least once a year nothing like that so very often it can be and then the way to the world is on our shoulders. and we think oh no I'm rubbish because I should be reading God's word but, but hear it from the front can we encourage you To read God's Word not because you have to to be a Christian not at all you're a Christian because of what the Lord Jesus has done for you but can we encourage you to read it this year because it will feed you it will help you see the Lord Jesus again for who he really is it will help you see what the Lord Jesus has done for you and if you're not a Christian we'll continue to point you to God's Word because then we hope it will make you wise for salvation your need of salvation the Bible has it all it helps me understand that I'm dead in sin that I've been made alive in Christ that the forgiveness of sins is real and wonderful goes on to say that then I'm faultless for eternity before the Holy God and I've got freedom in this life and assurance that I'm his and he is mine. Who's going to do this? Who's going to let the Bible speak into life this year? You up for it? On your own, in pairs, in your growth groups, with your wife? The husband, with a friend, with your son, or your daughter, with an older, maturer Christian, with a, a younger Christian who's just starting out, how are you going to let God's word do a work, continued work, in your heart and be a disciple maker of others around you, wherever they are on the scale? Hey, that's our purpose. And secondly, Here's the second point. Look at the promise of Jesus to town church. Because that is the imperative, that's the command, and, and left there, it all looks a little bit like hard work if we're not careful. Here's the wonderful promise of the Lord Jesus here in these verses. Look at the beginning of verse 18. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Here's the Lord Jesus. There is final words as recorded by Matthew But they're not From a man about to die They're from a man Who's died And he's broken death's curse And he's risen from the dead And now he says All authority In heaven and on earth has been given to me How is he able to say that because Not even death can hold him down. He's broken all other authority. There's nothing now that stands in the way of the Lord Jesus. And so he's able to say, all authority has been given to me. Look at the beginning of verse 19. Therefore, go and make disciples. You see what he's saying? All authority is mine. I smashed death to pieces. The final assassin of mankind that no other man can deal with. Everyone will die. I face death. I've smashed it to pieces. All authority has been given me. Therefore, because of who I am and what I've done, you now can go with my authority. This is the thing that enables us to speak truth, not on our own authority. Again, not with wise, persuasive words, but with his authority. Here's the promise of Jesus, that as we go and make disciples of each other and of those who we share life with, it's with his authority we go. He says, go on, Chris. Go on, Mark. My authority, Rosie. You're mine, speak my words. I've got all authority in heaven and earth. Here's the first key part of the promise of Jesus. It's with all authority that we go, his authority. And and then look at what else. He says, go to all nations. You see, there's no place that is too distant from the authority of Jesus, so he can send you with his authority, and then he says go everywhere and anywhere, and here's the deal with nations, see that word there, it's not countries, as we would have thought perhaps from first reading, it's the word ethne, ethnicities, it's the word that denotes a people group. It's a word that describes people that speak the same language, not necessarily French or German, but who are culturally similar. A people group and a sub people group of that people group. All nations, every single place on earth. Think of your collective group of work colleagues, all nations. Think of your neighborhood. Victoria Road all nation we're brought together by the same postcode it's, it's kind of a, a language it's, it's where we are geographically it's an all nation think of your sports team it's an all nation and it's more in line with what the Bible says in Revelation 5 to 9 every language every tribe every tongue every single people group and Jesus says hey here's the deal my authority penetrates everywhere all nations so go with my authority into every single group of people that he's placed you and look at this right at the end verse 20 see this and I am with you always I am with you always to the very end of the age. You see, here's the trick. This is why we can say from this moment, this isn't just for the disciples. You might have had a question thinking, "Mm, maybe this is just for the disciples then as Jesus speaks to them. As Jesus, and as Matthew records, he finishes, I will be with you always to the very end of the age, to the very end of this age of mankind. I will be with you always. The disciples don't make it to the very end of the age. But here's you and I, and we're here. Here's assurance for us today, isn't it? Isn't this wonderful assurance? That as Jesus says, go on, here's your purpose, go and make disciples... How? Well, you've got to go, you've got to baptise, you've got to teach. But hey, guess what? You go with all of my authority. And you go into every sphere of life. There's not one place where my authority is not valid. And I will be with you always to the very end of the age. Here is the wonderful promise from Jesus. If I'm seeking to make followers of him, life long Followers of Him, He will be with me wherever I go. That is where the Spirit is going to be present. The Spirit in me is going to enable me to make disciples of others. It's with His authority, it's in every place and forever. Here's the wonderful promise of Jesus. So, you know, when we thought about what it looks like for us, and perhaps with. a bit of confusion as to what our roles could be and a bit of worry with knees knocking of what it means to make disciples of of people here who don't know Jesus here's the promise that gives us hope and hopefully gives us a drive and maybe for some of us gives us a kick what are we doing about our friends and neighbors here? it's with my authority you go says Jesus every place forever. Always. Hey, let me finish by telling you a story of a good friend now called John Dillnot. I was a young footballer, 17 years old. Um, I was having a go at playing football. And I was at my club, um, Carlisle United, that's where I'm from. It is the promised land. You're very welcome in Carlisle and the Lake District. If ever, um, I'll give you a couple of links. Go! I know there'll be people here from kind of Highlands of Scotland and Northern Ireland, who think that's the promised land as well. Um, but it's the Lake District. Here I was, young football, playing at Carlisle United, cold February night. Carlisle United reserves against Lincoln City reserves. I wasn't a Christian. I was a churchgoer. My mum and dad told me to church. <coughs> I, I, I hardly ever went. Christians in Sport, an organisation who I now work for, had been in touch and my mum and dad said, listen, what can you do? He used to be a Christian. We're not quite sure if he is now. Um, Is there anything you can do to help him? Christians in Sport wrote back, said, well, we'll pray for him. And secondly, we'd love to put his name on a list of other young footballers. I thought nothing of it. February night against Lincoln City Reserves. Warming up cold one night horrible in the north just kick a ball around get into the changing rooms quick as possible and I was walking back to the changing rooms not too fast and there's a clatter of studs behind me just up the tunnel and there's a lad he's shouting he's going Ian, Ian Lancaster and I look round, and there's a guy in a Lincoln City track, uh, um, training gear, Lincoln City I'm from Carlisle, I don't know anyone from Lincoln, of course not. I'm 17 years old. Ian, is that you? Yeah. Handshake. John Dilnot. Hey, Ian, you probably saw my name on a letter. I'm a Christian. Great that I found you. I wasn't a Christian. I kind of, my mum and dad put my name on this letter and and it got circulated to about 20 other guys who were playing football at that age. Thrust his hand in mine. He said, I want to pray. Should we pray now before the game? Oh, nightmare. <laughs> what's he doing? Oh, idiot. So here we are. I'm praying on his hand. Uh, and I'm in the tunnel and my players who are walking past me um, thinking, what's going on? But he's, he's oh, johnny has gone for it. He's shaking my hand like that with the other hand. He's holding it high. And he's praying loud. Lord, thank you. For my friend theory. I've just met him, but we've got a commonality together. It's you, Lord Jesus, and we want to play for you. Thanks for the gifts and abilities you've given us. Now help us go. Yeah, battle it out, and then we'll have a drink at the end. Amen. Big prayer in the tunnel. John Dilnop. Do you know why I tell a story? Because a 17-year-old boy helped me when I was 70 now a small piece in a jigsaw but I got back into the change room and went wow that boy had something do you know what I think it was whether he knew Matthew 28 or not I don't know but he went with all authority the Lord, the Lord Jesus authority and he went into his all nation his football team and the opponents football team and he went with a promise that the lord jesus would be with him always to the very end of the earth and i remember john dillnott's words and prayer i'll never forget them and i look at john dillnott and think oh he has been influential i know john now good friends with him john dillnott what does it look like for us to be john dillnott's this year what's it look like to speak of jesus with all of his authority in every Single place, neighbourhood, workspace, sports team, the school gates, the pub, the restaurant, and the supermarket and Bista. What does it look like? And to go with all his authority. I'm going to pray. And then as I'm praying, I'll ask John uh, and Damaris to come. And we're going to sing as well. Father, thank you for these words of truth. Wonderful words uh, of you, the Lord Jesus, as you commission us, you send us off. And you say, this is what it looks like to be my disciple. Lord, help us to be disciple makers of you um, this year. And help us to go with your authority. Help us to go into all places. And help us to know with absolute assurance that if we go... And we seek to make disciples of others. You will be with us always to the very end of the age. And this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.